Barry Bryson is a top Edinburgh chef who usually caters for private events. Now he will cater for you. He's begun preparing and delivering meals to private homes in the city. So now you can order in delicious meals ready to warm up in your own oven according to Barry's instructions. As you will hear from Barry, it really is a one-man band. Good morning, Barry. Good morning. How are you? I'm very well. I don't think I'm just perhaps quite as busy as you might be at this time of the morning. What are you up to? Well, uh, a, a fairly gentle morning by my standards, a bit like most people, working in a slightly different way. So um, mornings are a little bit later because we normally start so early. So probably in about half an hour from now, I'll be in wipes and cooking. Okay. And what are you cooking today? Well, I'm going to do a little of like every sort of start of the week because um, of the Easter weekend yesterday, sort of slightly treating today like Monday. So Monday is always pastry and stock and uh, some little bits that we can get ahead with for the week. So I'm going to start off by making some pastry. And the whole idea, Barry, is that, you know, you are, well, a, a chef and um, what you're actually doing now is you're cooking food which people can then heat up at home. So you're doing all the hard work and delivering it to their door. Is that correct? Yeah, that's pretty much the plan. I mean, I mean, like everyone, as I said earlier, working in a different way, trying to be a little bit more creative and um, keep busy, keep using my suppliers. What it means with what I'm doing with the deliveries, though, is is really is cooking in a completely different way because the sort of processes of what we would normally do which is obviously to present food on a plate to guests and sit and watch their enjoyment. Oh. <laughs> completely... Most of the time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All of the time. Hey, no. Um, but I suppose for me, it was about thinking it from their point of view, from the point that I arrive. Um, because what you want to do with sort of, for want of a better expression, chilled ready meals is to kind of think it through, not just to the point where you hand over the food, but also what are they going to do with it at the other end and how they're going to heat it to its optimum and what they should serve it with. So it's actually been quite an involving process, maybe a little bit more than I'd anticipated, but it's been fun. And so what do you do? You Do you give them instructions with the meals? And um, I, I, I... There's a picture on your Instagram account which has all these boxes. I mean, you are looking for all the world, like you know, the world's best takeaway. And uh, and so, do you do you deliver all the boxes? They're all marked up with what's inside them, and do you give them instructions? Yeah, exactly. What I wanted to do with it was to make sure that there was a nice, you know, process at the end for them. So. With what we've done with these meals is basically create chilled ready meals that you just need to heat. I've kind of advised everyone to avoid the microwave with them, mainly because I'm not a huge fan of microwave heating, but also because the, with meat and things like that, you want to have a slow simmer rather than a fast direct heat source. So with the dishes that we're doing, things like tagines and bourguignon, I've sort of been saying to everyone, look, they're cooked, but you're gonna get the best out of this if you just add a little water and simmer it in a saucepan for 10 minutes. And then I'm sending all the veg in a kind of do-it-yourself do style, I suppose, because I kind of, I eat an awful lot of veg. Um, I tend to bulk my plate with quite a lot of veg in the evening. So I was kind of, maybe cooking from a point of view of what would I like to get. So the idea being is that you cook your own veg and I send you boxes of the carbs, rice, potatoes, pasta, 
all that stuff. But the actual meal itself should just be a little bit of stove top simmering or into the oven. That's brilliant. So you're talking about all these wonderful things. You're making my mouth water, actually, all the, the tagines <laughs> and everything. Well, so. it's been fun cooking it because it's not my normal repertoire. So when you um, are working in events, obviously, you, you, you're very open minded about what it is that the client wants. But obviously, when I go home at night and I cook for myself or what I really want is, is quite often all of that really wholesome comfort food. So, you know, and the other thing is, is if I dispatch chilled ready meals, that are already done in plenty of sauce that protects moisture and it means that it's a really satisfying meal, I hope. Yeah, and yeah, usually you're catering for all sorts of events. I mean, what would your day usually be like in normal times? Well, the, we one, get back to that. <laughs> well, well, I suppose one of, the, one of the strange things about being a chef in the events world as opposed to being a chef in the restaurant world is that I ha I really very rarely have the same day twice. Yeah, we can work for the same client twice, but they often don't want the same thing. Mainly what we would focus on is sort of listening to them. What is the nature of the event? And then I'll say, OK, this space that you have or the times that you have is better suited to us creating a really fantastic canapes menu or if it's a really special occasion or if we're working with a brand how can we tie in some of those themes to what we're doing so it involves lots of creativity but at, at core just really good solid cooking practice yeah so um i want to know two things from you one is how are you actually managing to deliver this is this year is it you now being a one-man band yeah or? it's back to the old <laughs> days i mean i've been i've luckily had kind of slow but steady growth over the last six years from my sort of former life which was kind of restaurant style um, so I kind of was watching it evolve over the course of the last couple of years but for the first two years I did indeed just work completely by myself so at this point it's sort of bringing back quite a lot of memories for me of those first couple of years um, but yeah I'm entirely self-producing I'm not sending anyone anything that they can buy from a supermarket so I'm making sure that I'm keeping as much of my suppliers in business as I possibly can during this kind of really complex time. Um, but the delivery of it is like any other event. I basically pack the van. I've got a whole series of kind of portable fridges that we um, pack everything into. And then I just drive off to people's homes. So handing over food on the doorstep is a whole new thing for me. But, uh, but and the first time I did it, I was like, this is super weird. Um, but it's quite satisfying all at the same time to see somebody smiling on the doorstep and yeah, picking up absolutely. stuff you've made. Yeah. Totally. It's been, it's been lovely. I mean, the, the sort of thing that I worried about, which I suppose I still do worry about a little bit, is that obviously as a chef, you're kind of inspiration is cooking to plate to table um yeah. and this isn't that thing so i was worried about the lack of interaction or the lack of thing but actually people have been great um the emails coming in from people who've been getting the deliveries have been very um cheering and yeah a bit of lead in my pencil good. so it's been good good that's great so um what can you know give i know you've already said the bourguignon and the tagine and stuff like that but is there a set menu that people can choose from well or? last week it was tagine and uh, beef bourguignon salmon and hake fish pie beef chipotle pork and fennel meatballs vegan rendang um mixing up a little bit this week with um things like greek style free-range chicken and uh, and bakes and a kind of uh, sort of um 
Middle Eastern lamb dish with beetroot hummus, just trying to make it a little bit more creative, I suppose. But maybe that's just because for me, I, I, I generally don't cook the same menu every week. So I have this natural thing where I constantly go, well, I cooked that last week. I don't want to cook it this week. So, but obviously if people ask me to cook something that they've already had, I'm very happy to do it. Great, that's fine. And uh, I know that your home delivery service starts from, it's £140 for 30 meals. Exactly. Um, plus £10 delivery. So that's less than a fiver. Yeah, that's meal. what I costed okay. it at. I kind of, I nipped into the supermarket. I'm not somebody who purchases ready meals and I didn't want to make it unaffordable for people, but we also had to make it safe for us to produce food and protect our margins. So obviously that's a margin that we don't normally work to. So I had to be quite creative with how we costed it. And the best thing I could do was sort of say to people, this will suit everyone as long as they have a freezer because everyone's <laughs> appetite varies. So these tubs, for want of a better word, are basically the most enormous meal for one if you eat like a giant, but they are two really good standard size meals as well. So I thought, if I did all that portioning for people and handed it to them in that format, then they don't have to have the same meal. They basically put it in the freezer and go, right, we'll have fish pie on Wednesday, meatballs on Thursday and blah, blah. That's great. That's absolutely great. Well, well done you. I'm just going to tell people how they can get in touch with you. They can email barry at cateredinburgh.com. They can call you on 07961 573 658 or visit your website, which is all the w's.cateredinburgh.com. Now, Barry, you'd better get back into the back kitchen and get busy. <laughs> I will indeed. And thank you so much. It's great speaking to you. Thank you, Barry. Good morning. Have a great Bye. day. Thank you so much for listening to the Edinburgh Reporter podcast. Listen out for more episodes coming soon.